I hope you've had a great start to your new year 2023. We are gearing up for season three of the Fair Talks podcast, which I'm very excited about. We have an incredible lineup so far. As always, we will talk about a whole range of topics, but this season we are going to dive into some new sectors of fair trade that we've never talked about before. So I'm excited to learn alongside with you as we interview experts and leaders in the field. This February 2023 marks five years since I became the director of Fairtrade LA. Five years. Time truly flies. On the one hand, it seems like it was only yesterday that I jumped into this role. But on the other hand, wow, we've been through a lot together. We've gone through a global pandemic, lockdown, And coming out on the other side, I don't know about you, but I feel like we're living in a whole new world, a different world. Do you feel that too? In this bonus episode, I just want to take a moment to reflect with you on the past five years, not only on Fairtrade LA, but the Fairtrade movement as a whole. Make sure you stick around until the end for the big reveal of a major project we've been quietly working on. It is huge. You don't want to miss it. So why do I want to take time out to reflect? After working in the social impact world for over nine years, I've learned that it is so important for us to celebrate how far we've come because the work of making a positive impact is truly endless. There is always more work we need to do to make this world a better place, but it's important to reflect on how far we've come and celebrate the progress big and small. I guess this is true for life in general. (laughs) There's always more to achieve, more to strive for, more to improve upon. But I hope you take time out to look back and reflect on how far you've come and celebrate your hard work as well. Life is not easy, especially the past three years. So don't forget to celebrate the wins. You did it and you are doing it. So in case you weren't with us yet five years ago, let me fill you in and catch you up. In 2005, Fairtrade was founded by five people to raise awareness for trade inequality in the developing countries. One of the co-founders was Joan Harper, who was our amazing director for 13 years. She made Fairtrade an official nonprofit and began our campaign to make Los Angeles a fair trade city. I still remember my first Fairtrade meeting. I had just started my social enterprise working with artisans in Haiti, and I was so passionate about ending poverty through job creation. My goal was to learn as much as I can from working in Haiti and hopefully use that knowledge to be able to help other developing communities around the world. I had no idea what fair trade was at the time, but a friend of mine at UCLA, Natalie Garcia, told me to check out Fair Trade LA, a local nonprofit. And at that time, they were having monthly meetings at USC. (laughs) Though I was a UCLA Bruin, I did end up stepping foot on the USC campus to attend my first meeting. (laughs) And to my surprise, I met a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about what I'm passionate about. It was a room full of everyday people from all walks of life retired teachers, small business owners, people who are just coming together because they believed in supporting makers behind what we buy. And that was so moving to me that this group of people existed, that they care about people who they will never meet, but they are here 
fighting for the farmers and the producers and making sure that they get to be paid fairly. Wow. I think I found my people. (laughs) I was still trying to figure out what I was doing at that point and how to run a social enterprise because at that time, that was a new concept. And Fairtrade LA gave small fair trade businesses like mine opportunities to set up tables at different events to spread the awareness of fair trade and how our purchases can truly make an impact in another part of the world. A couple years after that, I was asked to join the board of directors, which was such a huge honor for me. And exactly a year later, I was asked to consider becoming the new director. I was blown away by this opportunity. Can this truly be one of the ways I can use my passion found in Haiti to raise awareness and help other communities in need? Because I work directly with artisans in Haiti, I knew firsthand the importance of the existence of Fairtrade LA. For these artisans in Haiti, it is not optional whether they come to work or not. It is their only source of income. It is their only way to put foot on the table. It is make or break whether they can send their children to school or give them up to a local orphanage because they can't afford to keep their own child. But the only way to keep them employed, paying them fair wages, which is higher than local minimum wage, is if someone on the other side of the world would find these handmade products, read their stories, and make the purchase. If no one knows about the importance of buying fair trade and continuing to shop fast fashion, for example, then they will not have a job, and you can imagine the rest, especially with the devastating situation Haiti is in right now. I saw my role as building that bridge and that platform for their stories to be heard and their products to be seen. And to me, Fairtrade LA's existence means just that. Also, as a consumer myself, I saw how empowering it was for me to have the option of buying something that directly supports the livelihood of someone else that I will most likely never meet. I saw the impact that I was making with my purchases and wanted others to see the power of their purchases. Fair trade just became like a no-brainer for me and such a simple way we can make a daily impact just by being more intentional about how we buy our groceries every week or how we buy our gifts for our families and friends for birthdays and holidays every year. As you can tell, I am pretty passionate about it all. So in February 2018, Joan officially passed the baton to me to grow this nonprofit and our efforts in Los Angeles. And over the past five years, we've stayed true to our purpose and our focus as an educational nonprofit. We continue to grow in creative and innovative ways to educate and inspire consumers, to increase accessibilities to fair trade products, and to raise awareness of fair trade as a solution to ending human trafficking. Now, before I dive into all the creative ways we accomplished this in the past five years, I just want to pause and talk about how far the fair trade movement has come. When I first started to get involved, you can barely find fair trade products in any grocery stores. You would have to go to Whole Foods, Erwan, and specialty stores to find anything with the fair trade logo on it. And I remember when I would do presentations and people would comment on how expensive fair trade was and that it's a barrier for entry for many. And I always said, this will change once we increase the demand. What we know about basic economics is that if we increase the consumer demand, where fair trade is not just a specialty item, then there will be more supply in the market and the prices will come down. Of course, still making sure that the makers are paid fairly. 
And now I am so proud to say, at least here in Los Angeles, you can basically find fair trade products when you walk into any grocery stores like Vons, Ralph's, Albertsons, or even pharmacies like CVS, Walgreens. And that alone is worth celebrating. That alone means what we are doing is working. That means that consumer demand has increased. More and more people know about fair trade. And from my perspective, prices have become more accessible than ever before. We've even seen large brands such as Costco and Target choose to source fair trade coffee for their own brand. We've seen large apparel companies such as J. Crew and Madewell start making fair trade denim. We've even seen Shabani, this Greek yogurt company, use fair trade dairy all within the last five years. And all this is worth celebrating. Now, back to creative ways that Fairtrade LA has grown and how you supported us along the way. In 2017, this was probably when I was a board member, I thought, how can we introduce people to new Fairtrade brands who are most likely small businesses with limited marketing budget who may not be able to reach the Fairtrade community as easily how can we support artisans and make fair trade products more accessible to people? And this led us to launch our fair package, which is a monthly subscription of a surprise fair trade item delivered to your door. From 2017 till now, we've curated more than 67 different monthly items, mailing out more than 2000 packages to our subscribers. Each item comes with a story card introducing the brand and how the items are made. Because if you know anything about fair trade products is that they always have a great story. We've made it very affordable, only $10 a month plus shipping. And our subscribers have loved the monthly surprises. And now they always have fair trade gifts ready to go at home. If you're interested in trying it out, just go to fairtradela.org slash fairpackage. In 2018, we created our very own Fairtrade LA coffee called Kitzel Bear Coffee in partnership with Quiche Foods. At that time, Fairtrade coffee was still hard to find, believe it or not. So again, we wanted to make Fairtrade more accessible, so we chose to purchase from a women-owned farm in Guatemala. And the name, as well as our packaging, symbolizes a friendly relationship between a Kitzel bird, which is the national bird of Guatemala, and a California bear. In 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, someone reached out and asked if we can offer a coffee subscription in response to COVID and their inability to go to the grocery stores. So we launched our coffee subscription program. If you want to try our fair trade coffee or start a coffee subscription, just go to fairtradela.org coffee. We also partnered with Gallon International, who we interviewed in our last Fair Talks podcast episode, to create our own Fairtrade LA merchandise. You can see the tea towels and the aprons on our website, all made with Fairtrade cotton at a Fairtrade certified factory in India. We also have a lot of resources on our website now, including our business member directory that will help you shop and support small Fairtrade businesses. We have amazing Fairtrade blogs where you can learn more about all sorts of topics. And over the years, we've partnered with countless local partners, including universities, schools, congregations, businesses, and like-minded nonprofits to raise awareness from hosting documentary screenings to pop-up events to fair trade fashion shows. We just have a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> One of our crowd favorites is our annual bonfire over our beautiful California sunset at the beach. 
where we, each person gets a s'mores kit with a full Tony Chocoloni Fair Trade chocolate bar. It's a great way to educate people, especially kids, about the child labor in the chocolate industry and the importance of fair trade chocolate. Of course, the biggest win was in 2020. After more than seven years of countless individuals walking the streets of LA, contacting businesses, offices in search of fair trade, and meeting with many LA City Council members, in the midst of the pandemic, LA City Council unanimously passed the Fair Trade Resolution, officially designating Los Angeles a fair trade city. That means we are the largest fair trade city in North America now and the fourth largest in the world. That was a huge accomplishment in many levels. I think I was crying when I was hearing the council members vote on this resolution. I was so proud. And I'm also proud that Fairtrade LA continues to exist and grow after accomplishing this campaign because this was not the end. Our work is just beginning. It became so much more important to me that we continue to educate and let people know about the Fairtrade movement and carry this momentum forward. And the biggest pivot we made as a nonprofit, or I should say the silver lining of the pandemic, is of course this Fair Talks podcast. In case you didn't know, Fair Talk started out as an in-person gathering. Feels like a different world back then. I wanted to help educate people about fair trade by bringing in amazing leaders who are on the grounds advancing fair trade, whether they started their own fair trade company or they work in the field themselves. I wanted to have a platform for them to share their knowledge. So I came up with Fair Talks, like TED Talks, but for fair trade. It was a great way to gather together to learn, and we would meet at the beautiful Doheny campus of Mount St. Mary's University in downtown LA. But of course, during the pandemic, we had to pivot. We made the pivot to turn this educational event into a podcast, and I am so glad we did. Having this podcast channel has allowed us to share all this amazing education with a global audience, and our guests are not limited to those just living in Los Angeles. And thanks to the whole team behind this podcast and Fairtrade USA who said yes to becoming our official sponsor, we officially launched this podcast in March of 2022. In less than a year, we've produced 17 episodes. And as of February 17, 2023, we have over 3,800 downloads and listeners from over 36 countries. Our top 10 countries are the U.S., India, Canada, Haiti, Germany, UK, Italy, Peru, Guatemala, and Japan. I'm so grateful for this, and I really hope you value this free educational material. I enjoy sharing all the amazing work that people are doing around the world, and it makes me so much more hopeful for our future. Of course, none of this would would happen without our amazing board of directors who are driving the Fairtrade LA mission forward. We have such hardworking and caring and dedicated board members, and Fairtrade LA truly wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them and all those who came before them. And I would be amiss if I did not recognize our community partners as well. We continue to grow and expand in the greater Los Angeles area because of you, our local partners, including congregations, schools, universities, student groups, local businesses, and so much more. Because of your partnership, 
we can continue to raise awareness, educate the community, fight for artisans and producers around the world to make this world a better place. I just love this community. Now, as I mentioned earlier, we are finally ready to reveal our next big project that we've been working on. I can't keep it a secret anymore. We've been working quietly on this effort and have had many, many meetings and discussions about this. And now you, our podcast listeners, are the first to know we are working on making the 2028 LA Olympics a fair trade Olympic. Since we are now the largest fair trade city in North America, it only makes sense that we also campaign to make the LA Olympics a fair trade event. We learned that the London Olympics held in the summer of 2012 was a successful fair trade Olympics, which is not a surprise since the UK has always been the leader in the fair trade movement. We learned that in London, every vendor of the Olympic villages had to prioritize fair trade. That means if there was a fair trade option, they had to offer it. And one of the Olympic villages served only fair trade products. Altogether, they served 14 million cups of fair trade coffee and 10 million fair trade bananas, just to name a few examples. Imagine the impact that was made for fair trade farmers around the world. And now the Paris team is currently working on making the 2024 Paris Olympics a fair trade one as well. We can't say too much for now, but if you're interested in following our efforts, then join our newsletter, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to this podcast. We will make sure to keep you posted and let you know how you can get involved. Thank you for joining me and reflecting on the past five years. If you're a part of the Fairtrade community, whether you're part of Fairtrade LA or your local chapter, or you simply shop Fairtrade, I want to say thank you. You are the reason we are a growing movement. Because of you, Fairtrade products are on more shelves in the United States than ever before. Because of you, artisans and producers in developing and marginalized communities are going to work today. They can afford to feed their families, send their children to school, and have a roof over their heads. Because of you, mothers, fathers, daughters, and sons have the opportunity to break out of the cycle of poverty and build a better future. I don't know about you, but after this conversation, I want to go to the grocery store and grab another fair trade chocolate or something. Make sure you tune in again on Wednesday, March 8th, which is International Women's Day, for the first episode of Season 3. Yes, we'll be talking about women, all right. More like about 8,000 women, actually. So you won't want to miss that episode. Bye for now.